Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 22. Are you happy and unhappy? At last, human behavior has been solved. Why do people behave as they do? You may believe that everything happens for a reason, but the truth is everything happens for no reason. Apple trees, apple. The third planet from the sun, peoples. And human beings think, feel, and act. Frankly, there is nothing more to say. To be sure, there are causes and effects that describe how muscular actions, feelings and emotions, and thoughts and ideas happen. But there is no explanation of why we act, feel, and think as we do. Apples just grow on apple trees. The planet Earth just grows people, and people just grow thoughts, feelings, and actions. The how we know, the why is still a mystery. Schopenhauer put it this way, you can do what you want, but you can't want what you want. Yet human beings have a deeply held emotional need to believe that they are logical and rational creatures and to believe that there are reasons which drive and explain and even justify why we behave as we do. Have the words irrational and illogical ever been used to express approval or admiration? First, people behave, and only then, later, do they invent explanations that ascribe one's actions to beliefs and principles that superficially appear reasonable and valid, but that actually are unrelated to human nature and the unconscious instincts and motives that drive human behavior. In other words, 
We have this profound need to explain why. So we deceive ourselves in order to logicalize human behavior. But the reasons we manufacture to explain human behavior are fake. No matter how plausible and elaborate, these explanations really have nothing to do with why we behave as we do in the first place. Every ideology, philosophy, system, dogma, and doctrine used to explain human behavior is nothing more than clever marketing. An error in logic that accepts as a cause something that occurred later in time. True, it gives people emotional and even spiritual satisfaction to believe that we are logical, rational creatures and not illogical, irrational creatures that act first and ask questions later. But human beings are no more rational and human behavior is no less irrational than an apple growing on an apple tree. Why does everyone struggle to live a good life, but no one knows what is a good life? Why does everyone struggle to live a happy life, but no one knows what is happiness? Why have we figured out everything else except how to live? If you don't know where you're going, why you're going, and what you expect to find when you get there, any road you choose is the right road. In order to be happy and to go on living a life of meaninglessness, normlessness, powerlessness, alienation, and self-estrangement, we have no other choice but to deceive ourselves. We freeze life. We didn't choose to be born, but now we are condemned to freedom and condemned to choose how to live. So we freeze life into two mutually exclusive, opposed contradictions and force a choice between them. A mathematician uses calculus to describe how a dog catches a ball in midair. But that doesn't mean your dog understands calculus. The structures of consciousness become the structures of life. Life is either or. But that doesn't mean life can go in one of only two ways. We deceive ourselves in order to simplify life. And the more simple you are, the more simple you think life ought to be. But water, ice, and steam are different from each other. But the same thing, H2O. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow are different from each other. 
but also one thing, time. Hot and cold, right and left, up and down, life and death are both different and one and the same thing. Out of many, one. We have no reason to expect life to conform to the simple rules of our understanding. But our vanity demands that we make it so. We deceive ourselves that no life can be a contradiction. A life cannot be both happy and not happy. And every life must either be happy or unhappy. In other words, happiness is the absence of unhappiness. Pleasure and pain are a contradiction. To be happy is to not experience pain, but to experience pleasure. Good and evil are a contradiction. To be good is to not be evil, or the absence of evil. So we behave as if a happy life means to exclude pain, and a good life means to exclude evil. We choose a life of exclusion. Our way of life is known, not by what we embrace, but by what we fear and reject. This is how we live. This is how we explain ourselves to ourselves. But dogs don't understand calculus. What's the problem? A glass can be both half full and half empty. It just depends on one's perspective. A happy life can be both half pleasure and half pain. Human nature can be both half good and half evil. Reality is in the eye of the beholder. A happy life is never as pleasant as we expect it to be, and a good person is always more evil. Happy people are sometimes unhappy, and unhappy people are sometimes happy. Good people sometimes do evil things, and evil people sometimes do good things. Both Judas and Peter betrayed Jesus. But we freeze Peter as a saint, and we freeze Judas as a sinner. Sometimes bad things happen to good people, and sometimes good things happen to bad people. Some people are like Peter. Good, bad, but not evil. And some people are like Judas. Bad, good, but not virtuous. Human nature is not a one-way street with no U-turns. All saints are sinners, and all sinners are saints. Morality is just a metaphor. Many are thawed, said Jesus, but few are frozen. 
Dylan sings, Yesterday's just a memory. Tomorrow is never what it's supposed to be. So don't fall apart on me. The absence of pain is supposed to mean constant pleasure. But constant pleasure leads not to constant happiness, but to boredom. Happiness is more than the absence of pain, but that either-or dichotomy is the limit of our understanding and the main source of our disappointment. Happiness only exists within you. It's difficult to find inside yourself, but it's impossible to find anywhere else. Schopenhauer said, Life swings like a pendulum back and forth between pain and boredom. The absence of sin is not virtue, but failure. Every person that believes oneself to be a true Christian is not a true Christian. A sincere belief in one's followership only indicates the extent to which one is a moral failure. The true Christian attempts to live a good life by exclusion, by virtue of being against gay marriage, against abortion, against science, against this and against that. The true Christian believes that he or she possesses a virtuous life. Yet Jesus lived a life not of exclusion, but inclusion. Jesus embraced the poor, embraced the hungry, welcomed the homeless, the sick, the disabled, the rejected, the lost, and the hopeless. Jesus recruited sinners and minted saints. Jesus led by example. A good life is known by what it embraces, not by what it denies. A good life is known not by what it rejects, but by what it accepts. Many stories are told about Jesus. Some of them are true, and some of them are myths and legends. But there is not one story of Jesus shunning the poor or causing anyone to be sick blind or lame, or snubbing the troubled and the needy. The hypocrite preaches inclusion, but practices exclusion. Today, if he walked among us to see what Christians are doing in his name, Jesus couldn't stop himself from feeling that he failed. Schopenhauer said, pleasure is never as pleasant as we expect it to be, and pain is always more painful. If you don't want to be miserable, then don't expect to be happy. The more we consume of our worldly desires, the more hungry we become. No one has ever said, I have enough money, I have enough fame, I have enough power. 
I don't want more. Schopenhauer said, we follow our futile aims as we blow a soap bubble, as long and as large as possible, although we know perfectly well that it will burst. To possess something deeply desired is to discover how worthless it is. Don't freeze your life into a choice between either or. Think about what you have. Start thinking about what you really need. And you will stop thinking about what you lack. This is your first step toward a larger world. This is your first step away from the illusion of happiness and toward real happiness. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, The Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to The Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.